Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this month's installment of your Master Your Life Personal Growth Series. Today, we're going to tackle a very real phenomenon that's becoming increasingly common, and it's one of the main drivers of stress in the lives of a growing number of people. So much so, the medical profession has set up and is starting to speak out. We're going to take a deep dive into FOMO, the fear of missing out. For those of you that don't yet know who I am, let me take just a moment and introduce myself. My name is Dr. John Terry. I'm the Black Belt Leader. I'm a two-time martial arts Hall of Fame inductee who creates Black Belt Leaders in life. I teach and train individuals to become masters of their lives and black belt practitioners of their chosen art, profession, or trade. I also help organizations stand out as world-class experts uniquely in their industry by helping them invest in their most important asset, their people, improving their efficiency, their productivity, and their profitability. I'm also the president of Real Life Management a human behavior intelligence firm focused on helping people remove the roadblocks that are limiting their personal and professional success. We've developed a proprietary three-minute assessment tool that you can use to discover who you truly are and understand how stress may bring about FOMO in your life. Now, at the end of the seminar, I'm going to share this information with you again, but I want to encourage you to go to reallifemanagement.com and take the three-minute difference. Take the three-minute survey to learn more about you and how you live real life. But today, we're not here to talk about me or the companies that I lead, but I want to spend some time talking about how to help you recognize the root causes of FOMO and more importantly, how to help you overcome this growing society anxiety problem so you can learn to experience more real-life success in your life. So let's get started. Our goal in our time together is to help you understand why FOMO is an unhealthy state of being that has real-life implications to your health, your wealth, and your success. Now, it's another form of self-sabotage. If you missed a recent training I did on self-sabotage, reach out to me and ask for the link, and I'll be happy to share that with you. But FOMO is another form of self-sabotage. It can literally cause you to be anxious, to be fearful, to be distracted, or in very worst case scenarios, to go into clinical depression. It can negatively impact your productivity, and left unchecked can lead to very deep emotional and mental trauma. So let's talk about FOMO, the fear of missing out. Now, by definition, FOMO is a feeling of anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may be currently happening elsewhere, often aroused by posts seen on social media. I love the way Merriam-Webster Dictionary further defines FOMO as, quote, the fear of not being included in something such as an interesting or enjoyable activity that others may be experiencing. So why do we experience FOMO? FOMO first appeared in the common vernacular around 2004, but clinical psychologists believe FOMO may date back to our early tribal civilizations. FOMO, fear of missing out, is linked to our fear response, that fight or flight trigger that appears in that subconscious primal part of our brain 
So ancient cultures in their own way may have struggled with FOMO, or I would call it FOMI, the fear of missing information, such as access to food or access to water or access to shelter, out of which not knowing, not having that information and the fear of not having that information could literally be the difference between life and death. So over time, our fight or flight response has been programmed to sense when you and I are being left out. This leads to feelings of distress, anxiety, or depression, just as it did in those ancient tribal years of our lives. The problem isn't being left out, being a matter of life or death today, but our brain, due to its response training over centuries, responds to fear as if every fear of FOMO was life or death. And if we leave that fear unchecked, it becomes a very real problem. And yet you and I, what happens? We continue to experience these feelings of missing out and it leads to detrimental consequences. Social media and technology are major contributors and are actually the leading triggers for feelings, that fear of missing out in our lives feeling left out, or feeling that you might be left out can become an addictive behavior that leads to choices that don't just serve us well, but can actually self-sabotage our success. Now, a recent 22 study says, on average, we look at our smartphones 344 times a day. That's once around every four minutes or less. But understand what's happened. Because we're looking at our phones 344 times today and we're programming our minds to instantly respond to every ding, every buzz, and every ring that comes from these silly devices, we've allowed these highly addicted devices to program our behaviors to the point that our devices are in control of us. Our inability to live life unconnected has led to some incredible results, none of which are good. Increased levels of stress, anxiety, fear, anger, guilt, depression, all are being manifest because of FOMO. And as a result of that, we engage in addictive, compulsive, self-defeating behaviors that these negative emotions stir up within our lives. Now, essentially, FOMO is a state of mental and emotional stress. Since we started paying attention to FOMO in 2004, a number of studies have identified significant adverse health effects to FOMO. Let me share some of those with you. Sleep deprivation and insomnia, binge eating or drinking, the inability to focus or to stay focused, a general feeling of anxiety that won't go away, withdrawing or secluding yourself from other people, participating in academic or athletic activities or events, a cluttered life or a cluttered schedule, dealing with mood swings, experiencing significant bouts of loneliness, ongoing feelings of inferiority, issues of self-esteem, negativity, and depression. All of these are signs of FOMO taking control of our lives. And understand this, FOMO can sabotage your health, your wealth, and your relationships. Now, 
One of the major dangers of FOMO, this fear of missing out, is a propensity for individuals to engage in risky behaviors in an ill-thought-through attempt to avoid the feeling of being left out. And as a result of that, what happens? They put themselves or others at risk. And ironically, what happens as a result of that? They leave themselves feeling even more unhappy or suffering from a lack of self-confidence and self-esteem. Now, write this down, and I want you to remember this. Put it on a sticky note, stick it on the mirror of your bathroom, put it somewhere you're going to remember it. Just because it's trending doesn't mean it's right. Just because it's trending doesn't mean it's right. Take the Tide Pod Challenge, for example, or any one of the ridiculous attention-seeking challenges we see showing up posted online over and over again. How many lives were injured harmed, or damaged in some way as a result of the Tide Pod fear of missing out. The fear of missing out leads to children, teens, and adults experimenting with drugs, alcohol, promiscuity, and other deviant behaviors that often end up enslaving unsuspecting wisdoms and often with unanticipated outcomes. Now, in an attempt to avoid the negative feelings of being left behind, what happens? People begin to act like lemmings, mindlessly doing what they see everybody else doing, everybody hoping for their 15 seconds of fame, the desire to get more likes, and other people who care nothing for your welfare or your well-being, cheering on your insane behavior. Why? because they want to watch the train wreck they know is ultimately going to happen and transpire as you do even more and more ill thought through things to garner your 15 seconds of fame. And then to make matters worse, others who see you ultimately train wreck your life are going to mock you. They're going to ridicule you. They're going to bully you. They're going to humiliate you. And if you choose not to engage in some of these challenges, you may also experience ridicule, bullying, insults, and humiliation, all of which, if you're not careful, can lead you to feeling less happy, less valued, less important, anxious, and depressed. Now, if you've gotten to the point that this has become an addiction in your life, a FOMO-holic, and let's call it what it is, an addiction, a FOMO-holic may experience loneliness, frequent anxiety, a general dissatisfaction in life, and low self-esteem. All of this leads to deepening depression. Now, here's a truth that you need to understand about FOMO. FOMO often originates out of feelings of unhappiness with yourself. When you don't value yourself, you don't see yourself as valuable or having worth, and you don't recognize the incredible value and worth of who you are, you start to compare yourselves to other people. Now, get this and get this well. FOMO is an addictive behavior, and if continued, FOMO can become an addiction. If the first thing you do every morning, even before you get out of bed, is check your phone and start scanning social media, it's a sign of FOMO. If you can't be separated from your phone, your tablet, your computer, or your smart TV for more than a few minutes, it's a sign of FOMO. If you lose all track of time during the day because you're mindlessly scrolling through social media, it's a sign of FOMO. If the last thing you do before you go to sleep at night is peruse social media, it's a sign 
of FOMO. Now, according to a 2019 Harvard study, self-disclosure on social media sites lights up the same part of our brain that ignites when we're taking an addictive substance. So when we show up and show out on social media to get our 15 seconds of fame, what are we doing? We're teaching our brain to respond to that just as the brain would respond to a highly addictive drug or alcohol. When you get likes and you get mentions, the brain rewards this with the release of dopamine. Now, dopamine is that feel-good chemical inside our brain that essentially tells our body, hey, this feels great. What you're doing is amazing. Do more of this. And the more you engage in this behavior, drawing attention to yourself, the more you replicate this behavior, the more often you're going to get another release of dopamine. And what happens? Over time, you essentially are rewiring your brain to accept FOMO as normal behavior. And just like an addiction to drugs or alcohol, an addiction to FOMO has been formed. And don't forget that social media is a person's life in a single moment in time. It's a snapshot. And most people post for one reason, to get attention. Now, you know that, I know that. We all do that to some degree. But what you're seeing is essentially a highlight reel, a snapshot of someone's life in a single second of time. You're not seeing the entire movie. And if you're not careful, it becomes easy to compare ourselves with others in those snapshot single second moments. And as a result of that, we want to be like others. And now we want to draw attention to ourselves, desperately wanting our turn to be famous for a moment. And like a crack addict, we experience that high, that dopamine release in the moment, followed by that immediate low once that moment is gone. And now the brain begins to pump and poke behaviors because it wants you to repeat the behavior, now getting that additional release of dopamine. And what's happening? You're creating an endless cycle of highs and lows. You're experiencing the addictive nature of FOMO. Now, what's the biggest problem with FOMO? It's an obsession of what could be rather than accepting what is. We stop living life in the moment, appreciating where we are, what we have, the people around us, and the opportunities that lie before us. We get so busy looking for what's next and wanting to have our next 15 seconds of fame, we forget to live life right where we are. And when we're spending all of our days trying to be like everybody else and do what everybody else is doing, whether it's truly in our own best interest or not, we forget to be ourselves and we focus our time and energy on trying to be someone else. But when we focus on being ourselves, we have an opportunity to focus our time and our energy on learning on growing and becoming a better version of ourselves so we can rise to our full potential as a black belt master of our own lives. So how does FOMO affect your relationships? Well, it's very harmful. Now, John, why would you say that? 
understand this. You can't build deep, meaningful relationships with people online. And most of the people that you're connected to online, let's be honest, at best, are friends from afar. The vast majority of your so-called friends online are people you know very little or nothing about. They are at best acquaintances, people that you have passed by on this road of social media acceptance that everybody wants to have a great crowd of people following them. But let me remind you of this. They're not your real friends. And many of them aren't even real people or at least who they're pretending to be. Deep, meaningful relationships are essential to your welfare and your well-being, as well as your overall success and fulfillment in life. But rich, supporting, rewarding relationships that improve your health and improve your feelings of well-being aren't going to happen online. Why? Because you've got to be in relationship, in proximity to others who are committed to you, your welfare, your well-being, and you to theirs. And that happens best in face-to-face -face relationships. There's a number of huge advantages to having genuine, meaningful relationships with other people. And some of the qualities of these relationships include communication, how we connect with others around us. When they talk about communication, it's not just talking, it's about listening to understand each other, the people in our lives at a deeper and more intimate level. It's about respect, learning to respect yourself and others learning to value yourself and to value those around you. Remember, what you value, you protect, you take care of. And in those deep, meaningful, personal relationships, you look for opportunities to add value to others. Another quality of meaningful relationships is honesty. That's that alignment between your saying and your doing. And this is how you live out your values. Without honesty, there can be no trust. And without trust, there can be no real relationship. And then, of course, there's dependability. This means keeping your commitments, keeping your promises, and being present in the moment for those in your life and not being distracted by that smartphone that's in your hand instead of in your pocket or in a drawer. Now, what are the major drivers of FOMO? There's two of them. One is social media. Now, while this can be a great platform to stay connected with distant family, friends, or coworkers that may be working in a remote environment, what we have seen, and a number of studies bear this out, is an increasing rise in an over-reliance of technology as a need to feel, quote, connected. True, meaningful relationships with other people in real-life engagement face-to-face -face, has been replaced with attention-seeking posts and tracking how many likes and mentions that you and I are getting. Social media has replaced face-to-face, -face, meaningful connections that truly make life worth living. Now, the second driver of FOMO is social pressure. Social pressure is what? It's a demand for conformity, to embrace and accept what's trending at the moment. It's being used to silence dissenting opinion, 
to silence free speech, and it's become a psychological ploy to demand compliance or to obligate people to attend certain events, to act a certain way, to embrace and agree with a certain belief system, or to otherwise be a part of what everyone else is doing and accept that as normal. Otherwise, you don't fit in and you're not accepted. So how do we silence these attention-seeking voices of FOMO that are taking place inside of our head? How do we deal with the allure of social media and the pressure that comes from people trying to get you to conform and embrace things that may not be who you are and what you believe? How do we quiet this urge to fill the void of unhappiness in our life with things that don't truly serve us well or ultimately bring true and lasting fulfillment in our lives? First, ask yourself this question and ask it honestly. Am I truly unhappy? And if so, why? Let me ask that question again. Am I truly unhappy? And if so, why? This is an important question to ask yourself because you may find you're not truly unhappy but social media and the pressure of that to conform or to engage in behaviors you know aren't really you is creating a sense of unhappiness that's not really you. But if you are unhappy, then you want to go a little deeper. Is there a circumstance or a situation in your life that's causing stress or distress? Is there an underlying medical issue that may be causing unease in your life? Are you truly happy but feeling pressured by others? You've got to get to the root cause of whatever the unhappiness is that's stimulating this desire for FOMO to be prevalent in your life if you want to change things for the better. Now, one of the major contributors to FOMO can be negativity. Thoughts of negativity cloud our view of reality. When you constantly see the glass as half empty, guess what? You're going to continually be finding fault with yourself and with other people. This is one of those self-sabotaging behaviors that often manifests itself in self-talk, being judgmental or being constantly angry, critical, or demeaning. When we get negative and we begin to live life with a negative focus on life and we allow that negativity to cloud our view of the reality of the moment, it leads to actions that continually reinforce this mindset. Because what we focus our thoughts and attention on ultimately comes the outcomes we experience in life. So if you see the world as half empty, it's going to be a half empty world for you. But if you start seeing the world and the glass as half full, now you've got an opportunity to change things for the better. Outlook determines outcome. So let me challenge you, start affirming yourself. Start looking for that proverbial silver lining in the clouds and start being intentional about focusing on the positives, not the negatives in your life. Remember, nobody wins the blame game. When we start experiencing negative thoughts and the outcomes that come as a result of acting on those thoughts, we often want to point the fingers at others rather than looking at the root cause, which is you and I. We start to play the blame game. Now, social media has made this a very easy place for this to happen and to embrace victimization. 
You got only to scroll social media for just a matter of minutes and more and more people are playing the victim card. And let me say this, it's much easier to blame your race, your color, your religion, your creed, your gender, your national origin, or other people for the situations and circumstances you find yourself in, rather than have that moment in the mirror when you've got to admit you are the one that makes your choices and you are the one that are responsible for your outcomes in life. Here's what I can tell you. Victimization is another form of self-sabotage. It's a circular firing squad of name-calling and finger-pointing that simply distracts from the very real truth. And that truth is this. Unless you accept responsibility for your choices in life and the consequences that are a result of those choices, you're going to remain trapped in a lie of victimhood and things will never change for the better for you. As we've seen, FOMO is an addictive behavior, and just like cigarettes, alcohol, or drugs, it comes with its own habits. For things to change for the better, you're going to have to replace the habits that aren't serving you well with new habits that do. And in an effort to relieve stress or anxiety in our lives, FOMO leads us to take action steps that do what? It makes us feel better for the moment but in reality only adds to our feelings of stress and anxiety. But here's some good news. You and I daily get to choose our choices. Every single day and every single moment, we have the ability and the right and the authority to make our own choices. And we do that every day, either mindfully or mindlessly. It is possible to overcome FOMO behaviors by making better choices. So the first choice you've got to make if you want to master FOMO and become a master of your life is this. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Let me say that again. The first choice you want to make if you want to master your life and overcome FOMO is to stop comparing yourself to other people. People. Understand this. Happiness is a choice and you get to choose that choice. It's not that you can't, it's that you won't. And that choice is yours. That is a quote from Chris Robinson, one of my mentors, reminding me on a consistent and regular basis that I get to choose whether I'm going to be happy or sad in the moment. Now, there's always going to be someone who has more money a nicer car, they go on fancier vacations, they've got a bigger house, they've got more popularity, but so what? Get over it and live your life and become the very best version of yourself and choose to be happy in the moment. Now, stress and anxiety are two leading causes of FOMO. And when you alleviate stress in more productive ways, you're going to begin to release the addictive hold FOMO has on your life. Let me share with you some healthy ways that you can reduce stress and anxiety and have an opportunity to take control of your life and release FOMO's addictive hold on your thoughts and your actions. Tai Chi, yoga, stretching, walking, jogging, hiking. Join a gym. Get involved with a fitness program. Join a martial arts program. Join a book club, join a cooking club, 
explore and consider essential oils. Engage in healthy eating, reading, journaling, writing, painting, music, volunteering and serving your community, serving others in some capacity. Attend a church or a synagogue and find an opportunity there to release stress and anxiety. Now, here's another way, the power of breathing. This is an incredibly easy way to calm the mind and the power of breathing can't be overstated. This does a number of things for your body and your mind that are just good, healthy habits. And it costs you nothing to engage in the power of breathing. Now, not only does it calm the mind and improve the body, it's going to relax your thinking. It's going to relax your muscle and skeletal structure. It's going to improve your circulation. And it's ultimately going to relieve the stress in your life. You don't need a partner. You don't need a gym. You don't need to be in a martial arts program. You just simply need to pause. Let me give you some guidance on the power of breathing. You can simply sit in a comfortable chair and close your eyes. Breathe in slowly through your nostrils while focusing on the sensation of breathing. Feel the air flowing in through your nostrils as your eyes are closed. Breathe in as you mentally count to four. And then hold your breath for a count of three. And then slowly exhale through your mouth as you mentally count to four. Now, as thoughts come into your mind, resist the urge to follow those thoughts and simply focus on the sensation of breathing. Feel the breath going in through your nose. Feel your lungs feel and expand. And then as you breathe out, feel the air leaving out your mouth, your lungs compressing, and simply experience the sensation of breathing. Repeat this three to five times or more if needed, and do this several times a day. Three to five minutes of Pur purposeful breathing can work wonders for helping you alleviate stress, recapturing your focus, and allowing you to zero in on what needs to be done in the moment. Now, another way you can bring an end to FOMO in your life is becoming more aware, becoming more intentional about being mindful of the present. FOMO wants to take your attention and your focus to what is missing. Mindfulness wants you to focus on what is there, what is present. So a couple of mindfulness exercises you can do and may want to consider adding to the breathing exercises we just talked about are doing these separately. Again, you don't need a gym. You don't need a fitness program. This is something you can do on your own and the benefits can be extremely powerful. The first is the undivided attention exercise. So after you've done your breathing exercises, keep your eyes closed and give your undivided attention to where you are and what you're experiencing in the moment. What do you hear going on around you? Do you feel or hear the beating of your heart? Do you feel your clothing touching your skin? Do you feel and hear the air conditioner or the heater blowing? If you're near a window, do you feel the sun shining on your face? Do you feel the air moving across your body? Do you feel your body relaxing into the chair that you're sitting in? 
as you're being mindful in the moment, you're refocusing your attention in this present moment and you're silencing the voice of FOMO. Another mindfulness exercise is a focused stare. You can stare at a candle or a flower, a painting, a sculpture, or a piece of artwork for three to five minutes. You want to study everything that you can learn about that particular object in that three to five minute window. After a period of time, you can expand these focused stare exercises from five to 10 minutes. And when your mind starts to wander, you want to bring it back in and focus on the object that you're looking at and identifying as much about that particular object as you can in that three to five minutes. These two exercises, along with breathing, can help you make great strides to overcoming FOMO in your life. Now, the power of gratitude can't be overlooked when it comes to dealing with and overcoming FOMO because gratitude, there's something amazing about being grateful. It boosts our happiness. It boosts our overall general satisfaction with life. Now, remember, FOMO comes from a state of feeling or believing that you're unhappy. So gratitude, if you're writing a prescription, gratitude is the antidote to being unhappy. So learn to appreciate everyone and everything. In all things, be thankful. Be thankful for the good things and be thankful for the opportunity to learn when you're going through life's challenges that you and I are going to experience as part of this human life that we live. Find three to five things to be grateful for each day and write them in a gratitude journal. Be an encourager of other people. Now, this is huge. Volunteer your time to serve others less fortunate than you. Find someone you can mentor and pour into them for the next 12 months and encourage them along the way and watch what happens. When you cultivate an attitude of gratitude that you begin to live out, you begin to experience more happiness and satisfaction every single day of your life. And as you celebrate your wins, big or small, and you celebrate the wins of others, you begin to retrain and rewire your brain to see and experience happiness by default. And remember, what gets rewarded gets repeated. So what do we do to overcome FOMO? We replace it with JOMO. You may say, John, what in the world is JOMO? JOMO is the joy of missing out. JOMO is all about understanding you, your wants, your needs, and your desires. It's about learning to be truthful with yourself, choosing to act in your own best interest, and only doing things that allow you to move yourself forward to becoming the best version of yourself that you can be and to experience more real life success so you can truly become a black belt master of your life. You're doing things that are consistent with your values and your non-negotiables. Now, by doing this, what's happening? You're avoiding the drama of social media. And let's face it, social media is contrived drama. You're avoiding emails that may just distract you or wear you down. You're getting rid of being caught up in this, oh, my text message just 
went off. I've got to respond to this text message. All of a sudden, by doing away with the drama of your smartphone for a period of time, turning off the computer, turning off the tablet, getting away from social media and living real life with people, you can start focusing on things that serve you well, things that are going to move you forward and allow you to experience a greater level of success in your life. And as a result of that, here's what happens. You're going to rise to your full potential. Now, Jomo is all about living in the here and now. It's not about rushing to social media simply because you're bored, lonely, sad, or frustrated. Remember, we can choose the emotions we experience and we can choose to be happy. So I want to challenge you to stop living life based upon the highlight reel you're seeing of other people on social media and learn to think and act for yourself, being true to yourself and not focusing on what's trending at the moment. So here's how to embrace JOMO. Number one, disconnect from technology. That's right. Disconnect from technology. Check your email, check your test messages, and check your social media only at certain times during the day and only for a limited period of time. Maybe it's 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. But outside of those times, do whatever is necessary to disconnect. That may mean turning off the phone, leaving it in another room. It may mean closing your browser, closing Outlook or Google Mail or whatever it is that you use. It may mean getting an opportunity to simply disconnect your life from social media. Number two, schedule you time daily. You need to block off some time to make sure that you're daily engaging in life outside of technology. Take a walk read a book, write a journal, go to the gym, go to lunch or dinner with a friend, enjoy a movie, cook your favorite food, do something for you every single day. And number three, reconnect with other people. You want to make it a point in your life to have daily in-person interactions with other people around you. Now, when I'm talking about in-person interactions, Zoom video doesn't count. Have meaningful conversations. Spend time getting to know those important people in your life and getting to know them on a personal, deeper, more intimate level. Value them and add value to them at every opportunity. Now, let me share with you some observations and some quotes from some famous people who understood the power of FOMO and how to overcome it. Henry David Thoreau says this, wealth is the ability to fully experience life. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, for everything you've missed, you've gained something else. I love that statement. For everything you've missed, you've gained something else. Steve Furtick says this, the reasons we struggle with insecurity is that we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. We've talked about that up to this point in tonight's webinar. Maya Angelou says this, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And Dennis Watley says this, happiness cannot be traveled to. It cannot be owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness 
is the spiritual significance of living every minute with love and grace and gratitude. So let's recap what we've learned up to this point as we get ready to wind this training down. FOMO stems from unhappiness. It's not a solution. It's a distraction that simply adds to the problems you're already experiencing. FOMO can negatively impact your mental and your physical health. At best, FOMO only provides temporary avoidance or temporary relief from the problems you're facing, but it doesn't make them go away. The underlying problem remains and FOMO only adds more stress and anxiety, amplifying that problem even more. So what have we learned in terms of overcoming FOMO, mastering our lives? Meaningful relationships are more beneficial because they allow us to enjoy people that care about our welfare and our well-being and us reciprocating caring about them in like manner. We can practice deep breathing and mindfulness exercise to relieve stress. We can practice gratitude that allows us to enjoy more satisfaction, more happiness, and more fulfillment in our lives. And if we replace FOMO with JOMO, we're going to experience a more fulfilled life and ultimately more success. Now, a couple of things before we wrap up. First, let me say thank you for joining me for today's training. If it's been your first time here, I appreciate you taking time to invest in yourself. For those who are returning alumni, thanks for once again allowing me the opportunity to pour into your lives as you continue this lifelong pursuit of living life with Black Belt Excellence. Now, one of the greatest ways that you can say thank you to me is to share this content and this training with other people to invite them to join us for our very next Master Your Life session so they too can learn, grow, and become a better version of themselves. And if you find yourself still struggling with FOMO, struggling with self-confidence or self-esteem issues, or maybe you just need a bit more diligence in your life so that you can say goodbye to FOMO once and for all, please check out these free resources in the courses section of my website. You'll find that at BeABlackBeltLeader.com. Simply click on the Courses tab and you'll see these three free resources that are available to you as my gift. And if while you're there, if you haven't yet picked up my number one best-selling book, Black Belt Leadership 101, let me encourage you to do so. Your journey to overcome FOMO and to master your life starts with looking within yourself to discover develop, and deploy your own unique Black Belt Leader within. Now, in my book, Black Belt Leadership, I'm going to walk you through how to implement the 10 essential steps to learning how to master your life. And for those who want to go even deeper, there's an in-depth master class that's available on demand. And I take you through an in-depth journey, hours of training on these 10 essential steps all in a digital format. Now, you'll find these and other resources at my website, BeABlackBeltLeader.com. And if you want a daily dose of inspiration, sign up for my newsletter. If you want a weekly dose of motivation, sign up for my free podcast, Master Your Life, 
at anchor.fm backslash be a black belt leader. You'll find a link to Anchor on the Contact Us page of my website. Every Thursday, I release a new Master Your Life Moment episode where I'm sharing insights into leadership, personal, professional growth and development, and much, much more. And as I mentioned, you can also subscribe to my free weekly newsletter at BeABlackBeltLeader.com. And there, I'm going to share tips and tools to help you learn, to grow, and to become a better version of yourself. And with that, let me say thanks for joining me for today's Master Your Life Masterclass. I love hearing from you. And if there are specific topics like the one we covered tonight that you'd love me to cover in a future installment, please reach out to me at my website, BeABlackBeltLeader.com and let me know. And while you're there, don't forget to follow and like me on social media. Every day, you're going to find a leadership post, a personal development post, some post that's going to inspire, motivate, or challenge you to learn to grow and to become a better version of you. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and other major platforms that are out there. So I welcome the opportunity to have you join and follow me there. So as we wrap up, I want to again say thank you for joining me for learning to master your life and overcome FOMO. I'm John Terry, the Black Belt Leader. Thanks for joining me and have a great day.